Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide today. We are in Romans chapter 9. And Romans 9 through 11 is one of the most theologically challenging sections in all of the book of Romans and in really all of the New Testament. Up to this point in Romans chapter 9, Paul has shown that all of us are sinners, that salvation comes only through Jesus. We grow closer to God through sanctification of the Holy Spirit. We are not saved by the law. We don't grow closer to God through keeping the law. It's all through Jesus and the Spirit of Christ that works in us. Now, many Jews probably thought that Paul was a traitor to Jews and Judaism because he's calling them to accept Jesus and calling them out of legalism and keeping the law to trust Jesus. And Paul shows his burden in the first five verses where he talks about it is his great sorrow and continual grief in his heart for his own countrymen. He says that he would even be accursed. That would mean he would face eternal punishment if just the the nation of Israel would have their eyes open to the truth of who Jesus is. Now, there's four truths that we see about God in Romans chapter 9. First off, we see God's sovereignty, specifically verses 6 through 13. Now, God exercises his sovereign will to accomplish his perfect and his desired plan. And we may not always understand that, but here we see God's sovereignty in verses 6 through 11. It is the purpose of God that he shows in election, especially of this nation of uh, faith followers in the nation of Israel. He says, look, it's not about their natural lineage in verses number 6 through 10. And he ultimately says that even though they may have uh, Jewish roots, they may not be children of the promise. That's the picture. And then in verse number 11, notice it says that the purpose of God according to his election might stand not of works, but of him who calls. Then he shows how God chose Jacob over Esau, the younger over the older, not because of personal merit, but because of his election. That's what he did in this sovereign hand of choosing whom the descendants that would be the nation of Israel would comprise. Not only do we see God's sovereignty, but then we see God's righteousness in verses 14 through 18. God is right to show mercy and compassion on whom he wills. Verse 18, he'll have mercy on whom he wills. And by the same token, uh, and on whom he wills, he may harden. The, the picture of God is that he is sovereign and that he is absolutely righteous. Thirdly, we see God's justice. In verses 19 through 21, Paul really lays out the argument uh, if, if God's just, then why, why does he still find fault? If he sovereignly elected, why does he find fault? And then Paul says, basically, the thing that's formed cannot argue with the, the one who formed it. And the potter has power over the clay, however he made it. In other words, we're not smart enough to argue with God. In verses 22 through 24, it shows us that God has purposes that are far beyond us that we may never understand. And then in verses 25 through 29, we get the picture that God already knew what was going to happen. He says also, as he uh, says also in Hosea, I will call them my people who were not my people and who and her beloved who was not my beloved. In other words, the picture is as Hosea prophesied this. Notice verse 27, Isaiah cried out, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved for he'll finish the work and cut it short in righteousness. The Lord will make a short work upon the earth. Again, he quotes from Isaiah again. Now, we see God's sovereignty and his righteousness and his justice, and then we see God's grace. Notice in verse number 30, what shall we say then that the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness of faith? 
the picture is, is that Gentile sinners who couldn't and didn't try to obtain righteousness by keeping the law were saved by grace through faith. And even though Israel, uh, as they uh, thought they were zealous in pursuing God, they did not seek the Lord by faith, and therefore they missed the Lord Jesus. He became the stumbling stone in their lives. <music>